Union of the Unknowns, a podcast dedicated to the exploration of modern culture, presents a weekly digest of current events that may have slipped past your radar. This is not your mama's news. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome everybody to another episode of Not Your Mama's News brought to you by the Union of the Unknowns, the Unknowns, the Unknowns. Okay. Here I am with my uh, lovely friend and pod mate, Ashley, Think Change Repeat. How are you going, Ashley? Hello, I'm doing very well. Happy to be here as usual. You may notice I'm a little more festive. I have an updated beanie or toboggan, mm-hmm. as we say in the South, and I'm wearing a little Christmas plaid. Tis the season. It's a little bit traditional red and green, my dear. Uh, you yes. might be breaking some rules. Uh, yeah well good on you I mean we do not comply especially at Christmas Uh, I should introduce who I am I just remembered that I haven't (laughs) yet again because I know who I am so yeah it's Stella Q here from uh, the land of Oz which is actually a thing trust me I hope it is because I'm standing on it I believe it all right well good we've sucked you in (laughs) Uh, tonight, we are very privileged and honoured and very happy to be joined by our good friend, the Podfather, Mr. Brad the Binkster Binkley. Brad, how are you going, mate? I'm good. That's very kind of you to call me that. I, I, I defer <laughs> that name to Adam Curry as a true Podfather of all podcasts. The Pod maybe grandfather at this point. I don't want to... Don't want to be yeah. insulting to him, he's, uh, which he's, you guys know, no agenda, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're, yes. He, is the, he is the original, apparently. He's like the original guy who created Podcod, Pod, Podcod, Podcod, Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. And he does like the best audio of anybody in podcasting. He's great at it. Yeah, I have heard that, actually. And I was thinking of trying to um, check out what he does. Perm actually shared his setup with us at some point, And I was like, you yeah. know. It would not hurt me to to work on my audio game. Stella knows that. <laughs> oh, I, I get it too. It's uh, everything's changing all the time, and you never know what's going to happen. Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm not immune to anything like that at all. It's uh, take, took me a little while to get it together, and um, still doing it. You just oh. learn all the time. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm still messing with my camera, so I'm trying to make it a little less weird looking. That's fine. Black is beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Well, here we are. Um, it is December. Can you believe it? Can you believe it's only, well, it's only five days away from that day for me, six days for you guys. Oh, yeah, so, you're uh, in the future. I am. I am. There is an echo we're, here. There's an echo here. We're always trying to get her to give us the lottery tickets that are going to be winners. So far, that request has fallen on deaf ears. Yeah. Yeah. Stella's. Oh, that's because lotteries are a scam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can give you the heads up on the scam if you like. No worries. <laughs> Did you guys ever see when that it was like a group of people who they rigged it? This this guy who was trying to get out of communism back in, I, don't, I can't remember where he lived, but it's back in like the 70s or something like that, maybe the 80s. I, I don't remember the exact date. But he was working. He was like a mathematician genius. But he wasn't making enough money to support his family, and so he's trying to get out of the uh, commu- uh, out from underneath the communist regime he was living under, and so he uh, he hatched up a scheme to rig lotteries—not rig them, but 
to buy enough tickets and using math, he, he figured out how many tickets he needed to buy and how many people he needed to get involved and how much investment he needed to get to buy enough tickets that would ensure like a lot of money for everybody involved. And he won like a whole bunch of lotteries before they, they, they ended up changing all of the laws across the U S because this guy kept doing this and, and made millions of dollars winning lotteries. You know, I'm a little bit freaked out right now because last night, I think it was one of the last things I watched before I went to sleep was uh, a very quick 60 minute short story of, of a mathematician lady being interviewed about, and she was talking about how this certain couple had worked out mathematically the lotteries and how they had actually <laughs> made money. Uh, it, it did require quite a bit of investment. There was, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars investment and they bought a lot of tickets, but they had figured it out mathematically and they did. I don't know whether there was any sort of law changes or anything like that, but um, very interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah <this laughs> Another synchro. In Australia, I think. And then. Oh, yeah, maybe it was there, the same guy. There was some laws there. This guy got like a bunch of like rich people, like investors to, to get it going and with him. And right. then mm. they put in a law there that didn't allow him to do it, I think. And then he came, he did it to the, in the U.S. And all he found the states with the weakest laws around the lottery. And, and then he won a bunch of times and they said no more. And the biggest lotteries. I mean, the ones you you guys have, they're just, they're beyond ridiculous. Like the 30, you know, 30 billion, night. which the line yeah. is always like a mile long outside of Quick Trip when it's like billions of dollars worth. As though people are like, you know. I'm not getting out of my chair and buying a lottery ticket when it's in the hundreds of millions, but billions, yeah, stuff, that's when I'll go get a ticket. Yeah, that's yeah, what right. Justin said, that as soon as it gets above like that, the one billion, that's when people are really like hustling to go get yeah. their lottery ticket. Um, and Sir Tim of the Tunnels, or Gentleman Skeptic, did say that it was the poor tax. I agree with that. Uh, Dave Ramsey does call it the tax on the poor. And um, oh, tax, hi, on, tax on two. hope, really. Tax on Hi, hope Stu. because uh, Stu, uh, be, oh yeah, hey Stu, because uh, yeah, tax on hope. That's a um, hello, gentleman skeptic. Sorry, I didn't mean to leave you out there. <laughs> Always glad to have you. Um, yeah, it's a tax on hope, and it's also a litmus test, isn't it? I mean, they must you know cruise around and get sort of a, another litmus test of where everyone's at every time they announce. You know, it must tell them something statistically. Um, who knows if anyone actually ever wins that money? Who knows? I mean, right. I yeah, want a free ticket once. We have speculated oh, here hey. that uh, <laughs> that uh, it's just basically like fundraising for CIA black ops. Um, and also, I did want to shout out Jen the Ninja and Burn Babylon Burn, our buddy Ando over in the, the Rumble chat as well. So, hey. everyone, thanks hey, for guys. joining us. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Always welcome to have you here. Uh, we are expecting another person to arrive at some point, I believe, but I'm not sure. Just not sure. Anyway, let's go on with the uh, let's get on with the news. Um, <laughs> shall we start with you, Ashley? Have you? We what have shall. you got? For us? Yes, we shall. So um, there's a certain president who appears to have extreme dementia. Maybe he's four different people, seven different people. We don't know. We do know that he has nuts on his chin, at least one of the versions. Well, he likes to fall upstairs. He likes to fall downstairs. He likes to fall off bikes. He likes to sniff kids. And he has the lowest approval rating 
in his entire presidency happening right now, headed into election season. Sounds so like you're being Shaka. racist, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brad, you have correctly identified me as such, and thank you. Okay, so I have a little bit of a video. Now, if we have time, I have two separate videos that I want to play. It's under five minutes-ish total for both, but it's from two different sites. And I feel like the take is hilarious. So um, the Fox News take is actually fair in this particular instance. But uh, the one that I'm going to queue up for us is Yahoo News. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just want you to, it's um, a trip. It is a trip. I just want to hear what y'all think as it's going. And I want you to not even worry about muting because I, I would feel free to talk during it. We can pause. Um, it's just so, it's just so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be really dumb to work there. Yes. Okay. Very pliable. Here, here we go. President Biden's approval rating hitting a new all-time low. Can y'all hear that? I'm sorry. I could not. I can hear it. I yep. couldn't. Okay. My apologies. If you, if you can just give me one second, I'm going to make sure that I have my sound setting. No worries. Have you got it on one, two, five? You don't have to if she talks first, but I just thought it might be. Oh, uh, let me check that really quick. That will help us. Yeah. Seems to be a we'll, good compromise. We'll see. Give me one second. I like to look in the reflection of their glasses and see what's in the background. <laughs> like, like, are there any Democrats having butt sex in the background of this? A bunch of uh, aliens behind the camera. <laughs> okay. And I also made the huge mistake of, like, I have a couple of our live streams up so I can make sure everything's going and check the chat. So then I was hearing my own echo, which is awful. I feel <laughs> your pain. Very awful. So many times. <laughs> it's so bad. Okay, here we go. President Biden's approval rating hitting a new all-time low. Yahoo Finance senior columnist Rick Newman is here. Rick, what gives? Inflation is decelerating. Isn't aren't things supposed to be better? How low can it go? Uh, I, I'm actually surprised. This poll shows 34% uh, <laughs> approval rating for President Biden. Uh, in the aggregate of polls maintained. By He's never had any work, has he? <laughs> by 538 and by Real Clear Politics, he's still a little higher than that, around 40%. But it it seems to be going in the wrong direction, Julie. Uh, I mean, you would think that as in you think it would be 33%, wouldn't you? Inflation gets down to the 3% range, and let's not forget about gasoline prices all the way down to around 3 bucks a gallon and probably going lower. I mean, those are all going the right direction for President Biden, and I, I think the sort of main narrative here is that inflation is just becoming less and less of a story. Mon and there is every reason to think that will continue. So you'd think that this would be good because uh, Biden's, infl uh, excuse me, I was going to say his inflation rating, but I mean his approval rating. I mean, it went down in, um, in direct correlation to inflation going up in 2022. But as inflation has come down, uh, Biden's approval rating. Feeling your pain. It hasn't budged. In fact, it appears to be going down even times. further. So what's going on here? I think a lot of people are kind of puzzled by this. I mean, one explanation is that uh, all the prices. Mm, okay. Well, do you have a number of tabs open? I do. Uh, yeah. Let me yeah. close some Can stuff out. Yep. I will try to get back to that. Just Ugh. while you do that, I'll just address uh, collecting unfiltered news tube service. That's an interesting handle. Why can't you donate? I don't think that we're set up for that stuff. Um, I'm not too sure about that. Maybe. 
Oh, Kiehl's yeah. Help. Collecting, collecting. Hello, and thank you for joining us. Increases you have that to have taken a place certain... over the last few years. Those are not going away. Those are still uh, there. So people... Do you want to just pause that? For... <laughs> What's up, dude? Everything's happening at hey, once. Uh... <sighs> Hello. How's it going? Good. How are you? Hey, Kiel. I'm doing well. So, uh, collecting. <laughs> thank you so much. So, you have to have a certain number of subscribers, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, in order to be able to uh, receive chats or anything like that. Um, yeah, that that is true. That's right. And also, yeah. it's best, you know, I mean, YouTube takes about 30% or something, you know. That's, you've got to be aware of that if you're going to donate through YouTube. Not trying to deter anyone, but it's just like, you know, just as long as you know. Yeah, yeah I agree, but... gentleman skeptic. Um, I was thinking he might have just come from a liquid lunch, actually. He was a bit pink in That's the cheeks. That's what there. I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> okay, this guy's a raging boozer. I mean, no judgment, <laughs> except for I hate him because of his commentary here. He's like, oh, well, I, with inflation being as low as it is, I, I don't really blah, understand. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah. Yeah, I'm like, okay, you're He's the an Barnum asshole. guy. He's yeah. the Barnum guy. He's, he's okay, just I, the Barnum statement. I, I, I thought you said the Barnum I, guy. I was like, yeah, he's definitely he, the Barnum he guy. He probably is. Okay, I think I've shut down enough stuff. Let me, uh, let's get through this and then I'll feel better. People are still paying those, but maybe it's something else. I mean, maybe it really is his age. Um, we know that he's doing really poorly on immigration and on the chaos at the Southwest border with uh, thousands of migrants uh, coming across. Maybe that's it, although it's Maybe that's it. There's Maybe not really anything new about like that. Her. Maybe it's the people see another war in the Middle East and they just feel unnerved. But uh, look, Biden is clearly taking it on the gin here. Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody kicked him in the bulls. <laughs> These numbers are just absolutely awful for Biden, right? So give me the Rick Newman take. The Rick Newman chances, I'm interested here, are whether Biden actually stays in this race. Okay, Ooh. I'm, I'm going to pull it. The point of that, yeah. and my apologies for my uh, streaming issues here, but... The point of that is the fact that he acted baffled. Well, I, I guess it could be his age. And I'm like, you son of a bitch, you're sitting here lying to people. What it is, is that when they go to the grocery store and their shit costs three times as much as it did last year, that's what it is. Yeah. Stop it. Like, oh, well, we're really puzzled because oh, he's doing a good job and inflation is, is really low. <laughs> yeah, so meanwhile. There, it's like without paying $75, no matter what you get, it's like an entry fee at the grocery store. At this point. Yeah. And meanwhile, Zelensky has just purchased himself like a $400 million yacht or $100 million he, he yacht. He bought and, the grocery and, store. Yeah. And a mansion. Where was it? Florida or somewhere nice? Yeah, it was in Florida. Probably Acapulco, Lahaina, somewhere like that. <laughs> yes, somewhere where they're going to want to steal people's land so that the predator class can live <laughs> high on the hog. Yeah. Oh, collecting unfiltered news tube service. What? Oh, that's an interesting anagram. <laughs> okay, it took me a moment. Very funny. Uh, thank you so much. Love your back, love your guts, love your everything. <laughs> Did you work that one out, guys? All right. Um, yes, interesting. Um, and I think it's funny that Biden has balls on his chin because he's going to take it on the chin. So yeah. He is going to take it on his chin on his balls, on his balls. You saw chin. that his daughter, uh, she owes 5000 uh, to the IRS, which is not even the worst of what she owes. She also owes, you know, uh, showers to the big guy. It's, oh. <laughs> yeah. oh. it's it's breakfast time here, Brad, if you don't mind. <laughs> and I haven't had my crumpet. <laughs> she has not had her English muffin. 
don't start. <laughs> so, uh, is that was that sort of finished, or was there more? To uh, I mean, say? no, it wasn't. But honestly, I don't even want to stream anything else because I'm worried about the delay. So I figured that we could just. And basically, the worst part was the fact that he was so pretentious and smug and gaslighting people. That gets me really pissed off when they're like, "Oh well, well, I don't know what a guy. I suppose it could be his age." And it's like, "Are you? Are you?" He's pretending not to know. Yeah. Of all of the things of like the the intimation about sniffing kids, about the fact of all the shit that was found on your son's laptop, about the daughter's diary, about the guy can't stand up, about you can't afford anything, about how you're trying to get us into World War III every day, you're gaslighting people. Stop being an asshole. Um, if you want to so send links the in the point. thing, I can put it up and see if it, it's any better with my um, connection. I don't know if it will be, but we could try it if you that want. that's okay uh, one quick thing on that i did want to say that the lowest presidential rating i was able to find though was george w bush which was at about 13 percent back in the day <laughs> which is also yeah. really hilarious because these same assholes who are like oh george bush weapons of mass destruction oh, whatever they're the same ones that were at the texas rangers game and they're like yeah. giving him a standing <laughs> ovation just this year isn't uh, it, isn't W and uh, Michelle Obama or Michael Obama, aren't they like best buddies now? George Bush yeah. is uh, Michelle Michael Obama's teddy bear. She carries him around everywhere and feeds him candy. Yes, and I was hoping, I was trying to send Brad a joke or a comment that I was hoping he was going to make about George Bush and Michelle Obama. I mean, Michael Obama, <laughs> but I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it. It'll be funny if Brad said it. Um, yes. Yeah, so oh. basically that, that is done, but Fox news, ha they had uh, a, a little video on the same topic, but they actually talked to two people that were lifelong Democrats and they changed to being independent because they felt like things were so bad. Um, and it actually was a little bit more of a reasoned take. Of course, there's still propaganda, but it was better. <laughs> Big Mike, 2024. <laughs> <Gentleman's> <laughs> <Catholic>. Yes. <laughs> What do you reckon the chances well, are of that? I mean, I think it's possible. Why not? Ooh. Yeah, oh, the first. 100%. The first, I mean, it makes sense. Female, black. Huge dick. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now Thank now you. you're getting somewhere, Brad. I said it. I thought it. And that's yeah. also George probably helps her out. That was what I was All saying. those years that we thought she was wearing he, he shoulder pads. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, Andrew says so many are aware of Big Michael these days. Well, at least someone with balls will be running the country. Yes, definitely. <laughs> and they'll be wearing them in the right place, not on the chin. Yeah, she'll teabag the hell out of um, the Palestinians whenever we need her to. Must be hard shaving around chin balls. <laughs> I don't know, just wondering. Okay, so Jen said black. <laughs> I, I can't even say it. I can't even say it, Jen. But anyway, bussy <laughs> seller. <laughs> Alrighty then. Shall we move on? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Sorry. I'm sorry. That went all, that was a hell, that went to hell in a handbasket. Well, you know, we it's go. all part of the circus, really. We're talking about Biden. Yeah. So okay. Perfect. It's very appropriate, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Mr. Thor of the Keels. Do you have a story? Did you? Did you I a have story? a story. Yay. Um, 
Well, I wanted to continue because the last time I was on here, I talked about Satan and Satan stuff, and there he's still in the news. So uh, <laughs> this one comes from Memphis, Tennessee. There's a new after-school program. Uh, what's it called? The Satanic Temple is hosting an after-school program for this elementary school. What fun! Sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah. So they uh, parents, some of the parents, you know, the less open-minded ones are in an uproar about it. Uh, so they, but they say, you know, it's not really less about open-minded. <laughs> Uh, you know, the, the school district can't shut it down because they have to be, you know, it's first amendment stuff. You have to allow yeah. any group, whatever, but they said there, it's not about Satan. It's about, uh, <laughs> rational thought and science and, um, you know, being independent and, uh, supporting the self, that sort of thing, which is basically four points of Satanism. <laughs> Right. So, uh, but they say, it, oh, it's, it's not about worshiping Satan, but this comes pretty close on the heels of a different story, uh, out of Iowa, out of Des Moines, there was a satanic temple display at the Capitol there. And I'm not exactly sure why they have religious displays in the, in the, uh, Des Moines state Capitol, but, uh, it was destroyed by an unknown person and it was in the news recently. It turns out somebody who was a, uh, a, a, a politician from Mississippi had, had driven up there and destroyed this display. But uh, it, it's, I, I just am seeing more headlines about Satan recently and just wanted to, to bring that up. Yeah, well, uh, that fits... yeah, they cut the head off of it. Somebody did. And there was the, there's people, the, there's the debate about you know is it okay to do that or, or whatever and related to that story was jenna l ellis the the one of the co-defendants of trump in georgia who turned on trump who actually didn't like trump ever really she's always been anti-trumper garland told us about that on my show a while back and she's kind of an opportunity opportunistic in getting in on whatever it was that got her connected to trump but she was like I can't believe people are doing this and, and, and this is this is wrong. And she, she used it as an opportunity to, just like the Democrats do, to separate the real Republicans with the MAGA evil people because they go around chopping the heads off of uh, free expression was essentially kind of the <laughs> message she was delivering. Hmm. Huh. What do you well, guys think uh, about that? Like, so you, like, why do they have that in there is, is uh, are, are there other religious things in this building? I don't know. I haven't been there in, in Iowa, but uh, that is the question. And then the question that people are, are debating about is, well, is it wrong for someone to go in and like chop a head off of this uh, sa satanic thing? Is it wrong to propagate that those ideas? I, I knew somebody who claimed to be a Satanist when uh, I started doing stand-up comedy. And what it was to her was it was anti-establishment. It was, I don't want to follow the rules. I want to do what seems shocking. And I wonder if it's a, a little bit of the same here. I would, you know, I've known a couple people that are, you know, say they're Satanists or say satanic things once in a while, but yeah. they're, they're not really worshiping Satan. They're really not yeah. religious at all. It's more of just a, you know, to be contrarian to yeah. whatever yeah. The, the, the normal thing is. 
I'm so edgy. Um, Look at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little, you know? little bit of shock factor in there. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I've. I can't say I've ever been present during an actual satanic ritual, so I yeah, can't. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I can't tell you how realistic. You probably it have. Now, you just didn't realize it. It's also well, part of where you, when you start having a lot of these satanic symbols and yeah, I watch TV, so yeah, you're probably right. I, right, I can like, rope people in deeper and stuff. You were watching 9/11, for instance, but yep. um, yeah. So that what was, what, uh, what, what was that number again? Um, so you were talking about that that statue in that uh, legal place, was it? Uh, it was, what was it? The it court was in uh, Iowa in some government courtroom, building. wasn't it? I there was, was a, there was a, a satanic temple display in the state yeah, capital yeah, in Des Moines. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it was and, just right next to those beautiful stairs and everything. Yeah, yeah so, so I, yeah, I had that same thought. It was like the it's just it's very it's a edgy one, and they've just done it as a yet another experiment, and also to prove a point. If you take that down, you got to take down all the Christian stuff as well, and you got to take down everything else, the Muslim stuff. So you can't take it down. I mean, that's that's the whole yep. little catch about free right. speech, isn't it? It's like where do you draw the line? Is there a line in the sand? Um, that's where we have to stop looking outside and get our you know, moral compasses back into shape as a society so that yeah. you know, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't have to be legislated, decent yeah. morality, you know? Yeah, and yeah, I think that's – Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, I, I think gonna... cutting it off or whatever, whoever, whatever happened exactly, there was a lot of people saying rallying that, saying, yeah, uh, on – X, that's like playing right into the hand of, of what Stella was saying, where it's kind of like a, a setup. Is yeah. they, they want you to do that so that they can then take the other ones out and uh, silence everyone. So, yep. it, yeah. yeah, it's about, the, you know, that, that personal responsibility and, and judgment, not letting, you know, yourself fall for bait like that. Don't, don't cut that yeah. stuff off. Just try and talk to the people who believe in it. And, and also... Uh, Oh, I was just going to say it's a catch-22 because I kind of, I did think it was kind of funny uh, that somebody, you know, beheaded it or whatever. I, I thought, good for you. But, uh, yes, I understand that you are balancing on hypocrisy if you wouldn't want that, wouldn't want someone else who disagreed with Christianity or whatever to come in and do the same thing. And it also reminded me today whenever... Um, I saw, I think some more farmers were stopping traffic somewhere and they were spraying manure and people were like, oh, so you're, you're glad for these guys, but you don't like the, um, the other stop oil traffic people. And I'm like, uh, yes, exactly. And I'm tired of pretending that I don't. So fuck those stop oil people and fuck y'all for, uh, trying to stop farms. And I'm glad that they are spraying shit on you. <laughs> it's like back yeah. to the future and this. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm in agreement with uh, collecting there. Hail Odin! <laughs> Thought you would be. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes, Jesus was a Jew. He was not a Christian. That's correct. <laughs> a lot of people uh, so, miss that. There's there's a quote in here uh, <laughs> from these after school people. They say they they aren't going to attempt to convert children to any religious ideology. But the uh, program offers activities that, quote, emphasize a scientific, rationalistic, non-superstitious worldview. End quote. Hmm. Nothing wrong but with that. I, well, it, nothing wrong with that if you believe it. But these are the same assholes that are like, well, my television told me it was safe and effective. Well, 
Why do they have? It's hundred percent effective. Why do they? Well, okay. So I'm answering my own question. So I was going to say, well, why do they need to pick Satan as their their theme here? Because it's the most divisive. Right. It's it's going to exactly. Saul, it's got he put that burning the flames. It's got people like us talking about it. So yeah, and uh, gentleman skeptic in the chat says, um, or like San Tripoli says, most Satanists are emo theater kids who never grew up, and that is exactly what the girl who I knew that was a Satanist was. So that's, that's funny. Well, there you go. It's uh, based on fact. We've just fact-checked that. Thank you. And we do have some good discussion happening over in the Rumble chat, too. I mean, obviously, Jen and Ando both have a lot of thoughts on this. There's been – I can't catch everything here, but they um, – it's a good conversation. Um, you know, so I think it's a good discussion because we're all coming from slightly different places and different uh, different perspectives, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Because <laughs> they're all like pizza cutters, all edge and no point. <laughs> <laughs> Gentleman skeptic. Yeah. Are we allowed to mention pizza? Yeah, I was going to say, like, what kind Careful. of pizza cutter, which pizza shop are we talking about? Regular ass pizza. <laughs> Regular pizza. No, thin no and, and crispy. <laughs> Is it illegal to put chicken on a pizza? As long as there's no pedophilia going on, yes. <laughs> all right, thank you. Yep. Just wanted to clear that up. Yep, happens all the time. Uh, I I can't I can't get behind the chicken on pizza. I don't think it belongs. Yeah. Some people it. feel very strongly about this, and also the pineapple thing. Yeah. Hmm. I, I pineapple really okay <laughs> if it's you know with ham and you're saying Hawaiian style. Yeah. That's all right. Right. Okay. So then it's allowed. Yeah. When you do, uh, like, here we go. Barbecue chicken. If you're going to put chicken on pizza, yeah. you have to replace the pizza sauce with barbecue sauce. And then it kind of no longer becomes pizza. But it is a version of pizza. Okay. It's a, it's a pizza adjacent. It's inspired by pizza. A pizza adjacent. I love that. Term. Yeah. Look, I, don't, I don't agree at all. And I think pizza's just been sent to divide us. <laughs> That's working. <laughs> Michael Obama delivers my pizza. <laughs> nice. How long Did does he, he stay? Was there, was there a hole cut in the bottom of the? <laughs> yeah, I know. He opened the box and his giant penis is there. I'm like, no, I'm not voting for you. It's like those little stands that hold the box off the pizza. <laughs> Did you give him a tip? No, I didn't want his. I didn't want a sausage pizza. I was not trying to start a porn, porn movie. Just the tip, Brad. So, yeah. <laughs> Just this could that. go a million different places, Touché. but probably best not to. <clears throat> All right. Well, um, was there anything else to the to that Keel would like to talk about there? I, I just wanted to talk about more Satan about Satan that you'd like to spread into the world. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> do think they are trying to give those types of of themes to, even though I think probably most of the people that would call themselves Satanists or just even say it, it's not a Satanist or whatever, probably aren't really like trying to you know be demons but mm. i i think that the the people who are organizing that and there's always an organizer for this stuff there's always stacy abrams at the top trying to get all these people together and uh, rope them into something because it, one day it's just like oh they're satanists because they're being jokey and being uh, um, con a contrarian then the next day you go to their your satanist meeting and it's like all right everybody chop the head off of this squirrel and then it you know gets progressively worse 
Yeah, the squirrel's just a gateway. Yeah. Yeah, and it gets muddied in these weird, um, like another story that Kill had about this article that Cosmopolitan or Glamour shared on IG about like, oh, well, I just said like some rituals, some ritual words uh, before I had my abortion. What? That's so weird. That's so weird. Yeah, they had this step-by-step process for performing a a self-abortion. DIY. Uh, yeah. Under <laughs> under the uh, they imagine following those ritual. Chinese instructions. Sorry. Yeah, ritual. So just ridiculous. There was that story, and then there's these two that came up within the past week, and you know there'll be more. Like they're maybe they're they're trying to do a uh, they have like a, a marketing campaign to try to. Yep, it's a theme. Gain, so that's gain, a theme uh, pushing out there. Gain members their member numbers are going down or something. It's just like, who's propagating the theme for them? How, how do they have the media access? A lot of the progressive groups that do a lot of the activism stuff go through this indivisible group. And there's others as well, like Black Lives Matter. But these, these are the bigger ones, and they pretend to be grassroots, but they're actually organized from the top, and they're well-funded. And so there's a reason they want to push these themes out there because they wouldn't be giving attention to it otherwise. So, uh, my, like, my question is always, like, is this something that – is this super rare or is it something that, yeah, there's a few people that do it kind of just in small groups, but it's getting a lot of attention now because they want to manifest that reality. And why do they want to do that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I have read whether it's true or not that um, the church of Satan, etc., and company um, are actually growing exponentially. So, but then so is the other side too. So, you know, yeah. we are in a spiritual war, so we have to, uh, gather our allies whatever side you're on yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all right what's next guys what's next well um oh what's next like today now or in the world do you mean no i'm just saying you know i I walked into this kind of cold so i don't know what you guys have already been talking about let me me ask you this i so did you guys see that story yesterday that was about the new survey that had been done by this group that or study a scientific study that was about the dangers of christian nationalism and it was being reported kind of uh uh, with that new movie trailer that rob reiner put out uh, about i don't remember the name of it but it's a documentary and air quotes obviously uh and, and both of them express the same thing they both express that Christian, they, they, from a, they pretend to be from a Christian perspective. It's something Rob Reiner produces, which is kind of silly. But uh, from a Christian perspective, we're warning everybody about the dangers of so-called Christian nationalism around the country, a.k.a. white nationalism, a.k.a. Putin. They actually identify Putin as like the leader worldwide of the Christian nationalist movement, which is hilarious if some people didn't take it seriously. But it, it appears to be an effort to demonize Christians by branding them and branding anybody who believes things that counter the narrative, the mainstream narrative, as a Christian nationalist. It's it's a weird thing. It's been going on for a little while, but it's amped up this week. And I actually did a did a show last weekend, and somebody that I know, uh, I talk about him on the show, but he's a progressive. He brought up no, there's there's. I told him I was like, I don't think people are as divided as everybody says. I think when people talk, it's actually a, more people are 
realistic and, and they're nice and they only share the extremes on TV. And he goes, no, there's definitely like a, a problem with a, a, the Christian nationalist. And like he truly believed it. And I'm like, that's a straw man. They create this straw man villain that they want to manifest this reality. And I, I just wonder, if, what do you guys think about that? Have you seen that? Well, it just sounds like a bunch of people sitting there watching their TV hearing Christian nationalist, yeah. Christian nationalist. You know, it's whatever the next um, uh, hypnotic wave is. So, yeah. I don't take a lot of notice of all that stuff because it just, I mean, as somebody who can see it, you know, we all can hear and listening. Um it's hard to take any of it seriously. It's hard to, like, to me, it's just like, nah, Christian, blah, 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 blah. Just goes over the top for me. I don't really take a lot of notice of it or have too many opinions. Yeah. I see it as all part the of, you know, the only reason I noticed it is because somebody I know bought into it, and I was just a little bit, yeah, like, yeah. to see yeah. what he's looking so, at. So, okay, Fair so enough. my take on this is that, first of all, it annoys me because the same people that are like, oh, Christian nationalism is dangerous. These people are dangerous right-wing extremists. We must support Israel. I repeat, we must support Israel mm. with everything Ukraine. and anything and support Ukraine. So they're the same people that are pushing yeah. that narrative. And mm. then they're the same people that are talking about domestic terrorists and right-wing extremists and Christian nationalists and MAGA and all this stuff, but they're the, they, they all agree on Israel. So how are you, yeah. this, this whole, like it, the narrative doesn't make any sense. And I know <laughs> that, that the point is, is that it's not supposed to make sense. It's supposed to be rubbed in your face that none of this makes any sense, but it drives me absolutely insane. And people act like it doesn't exist. Oh, they're absolutely. Like, yeah. <clears throat> And I'm like, you literally agree with this, these same people. You all want us to send all of our money to Israel. Yeah, you they're all, all sitting do. there just laughing at how much they've turned everybody onto their own, basically. I don't even know if these people who are doing this, you know, Ukraine nationalism and Israel nationalism, but screw our own. I don't even know if they're aware of what they're doing. I think they're so far gone that they can't even correlate enough common sense to see that. You know, and it's I like agree, the, the yeah. elites, etc., whoever's running the narrative, shaping it in the media, um, they're just laughing, just going, look what we've been able to do. It's it's in like, they, uh, it, yeah, I, I'm sure they're in disbelief as to how pliable people actually are. It's an extraordinary uh, accomplishment of, of propaganda, yes. the way they yes. have gotten people to fracture their minds and apply completely opposite uh, um, ways of thinking or beliefs about Israel and the Ukraine thing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I wanted to get your take on that really quick, Kiel, before you hop in. And I, I wanted to get Brad's take on this one too, because it ties in for me that you have the, the, the Zoomer crowd, the people that were like, oh yeah, safe and effective. You know, they were all in with the COVID narrative. They're all in with the vaccine narrative. Sure. Make me get vaccines before I go to uh, college, whatever. But now, so they were a hundred percent with the narrative. They believed everything. We're going to save grandma. Then they're now the crowd that doesn't believe the news and they are at least the woke crowd in that they're the ones that are supporting Palestine. And then the people that questioned everything called it fake news. were skeptical, at least to an extent of the news are now the same people that are believing everything about Israel. And I, I brought this up last week and I'm like, how did they do it? Like, how did that even it, you know, 
Jen is over here in um in Rumble and he talks about this. It literally is magic. It has yes. to be yeah. yes, it is actual it magic. Yep, and uh, we've already talked at length about well, not so much on this show, but on the WTF forum at, at, about the patents that have been available for many, many decades about um, frequencies and brains and uh, introducing things called the voice of God into the brain. And, I mean, it's yes, it's more than just a bunch of people sitting there watching a screen. There's got to be more to it than that. And we know they have the technology. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's no it, surprise. Bernays used to call it logic-proof compartments in people's brains where, where they can just hold completely opposite uh, uh, contradictory beliefs and not even realize it. The cognitive and, dissonance, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so that that is what they've done so much uh, uh, social science research over 100 years. We're way behind. The, the average person is way behind uh, on uh, you know social science research uh, than they are. And they've done all of these tests and these studies. And, I, you know, I don't think everybody who's, who's putting the stuff out necessarily, you know, is fully informed on all of that. But, but I think that they do have – uh, specialists that probably come in and help them with that, and they do exploit the confirmation bias and the cognitive dissonance. People who have been preconditioned uh, over long periods of time to side with one team and hate the other, can there's no incentive for them to seek out information that proves what they want to believe wrong. So if they can just frame the information right so that they identify whatever the story is, even if it's hypocritical to the last position they were told to take, as it being on their side and against the, their enemy, then all they need to do is put out a little bit, of, uh, little bit of things to satisfy their confirmation bias. Because cognitive dissonance is it's what Aristotle he used to say that it's painful to learn. Like it's literally painful to experience cognitive dissonance because it, it, it changes the, the, the structure of your brain because you're creating a new node that's introduced that transforms your worldview that you previously held. And the more you look into it, it starts to get easier and easier. But the avoidance of that, they, they plan on the avoidance of that and they bet on the, yes, just, just, it's just like, it's like jerking off. Uh, just give me my, my, uh, my confirmation bias and all the juices that come with it. Yeah, <laughs> I not guess. like jerking off. That was a bit of an extreme <laughs> comparison. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I, I think it would for that. I think it's, I think it's driven by social media because I think you can. Yeah. I, I'm not on it enough, but from what I understand, you can customize sort of feeds that you get out of TikTok and whatever so much so, and not even without realizing it, that you're only going to mm -hmm. see the headlines and information from one side, yeah. the side that you like to be on. So I think yeah. people flip-flop like that so easily because they're only watching this one stream of information. And so they're just going to take that and run with it every time. Yeah, they and think so that's the world. Yeah, That's it. That's what's causing – that's the thing. Maybe it's magical, but I think it's just people are dumb. And like you said, they don't bother going to look at the other side of things. And what I was going to say about Ukraine was – uh, it's that's really turning that story because I saw a headline on Fox News today and I can't find it now, but it was something to the effect of uh, Ukrainian soldiers have been found to they were sniping civilians or something like that. Yeah. There's some Ukrainian soldier outrage now. So it's like the whole story is flip flopped. She would never <laughs> see anything bad about Ukraine coming out from any of these 
you know, U.S. news sources. And when that happens, they just they just kind of minimize it and barely report it. They don't make a point well, to do about it. <laughs> it was there. So it's yeah. it's bubbling up. Yeah. Unless yeah. unless hear me out. They need Zelensky now for something else. Right. Because there has been the meme out there that's yeah. like, OK, Zelensky. Yeah, sure. Get used to it. Think that you're mm -hmm. America's uh, the American government and the military industrial complex, darling. And keep thinking that until they murder you, <laughs> because yeah. they have turned yeah. on their allies time and time again. They need him yeah. for the Senate room for the Judiciary Committee room. He's he's going to get he's going to get his head cut off at some point. Yeah, that four hundred million dollar yacht, mate. That's that's only on loan. <laughs> that's not gonna that's not gonna save him. <laughs> it's it's anchored. He just doesn't know it. Well, yeah, yeah. One of the the progressives that I talked to, he's a big He's a big opposition to what they call Cop City here, and I'm sure that you're familiar with it. Uh, um, he he's just opposes it greatly, and he also is he thinks that libertarians are uh, race of MAGA anti-vaxxers, and I'm always like, but but Trump did the vaccine. How is MAGA anti? I don't I never understand that. See, that's one of the examples of the contradictions in, in mm -hmm. people's mind they have. It's like that how, Trump did the vaccine, but uh, I told him the other <laughs> night when I saw him, I was like, I was like, you know that. The Cop City protest in Atlanta, the one that I know that he was supporting because he was texting me about it. Um, it was led by a libertarian presidential candidate who gave a rousing speech at the Capitol. That that guy was a libertarian. And uh, he was like, what? I was like, yeah. It, which uh, – and this guy does – he thinks libertarians are like a danger to the country. And, and so telling him that, he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, a libertarian led the, the protest that you have been adamantly supporting for, for – and he's like, uh, really? I said, yeah. And, and it, you could see his brain just like mm, – you know. Who was <laughs> Yeah, it? I was going to ask you what uh, he Chase said. Chase Oliver? <laughs> oh, Chase Oliver. Yeah. 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 He was running for Senate. Yeah. He's running for president now, I think. This 2024. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I was going to ask what this guy said whenever you're like, well, it's Trump's warp speed MAGA jab that you took seven of. It's he, he changes the subject. They change the subject whenever you point that out. You have to like, you have to be in a situation where you really have to be like, you ever uh, and you know people say what they will about Vivek, but Vivek is good when he has these interactions with some of these reporters of saying no, 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 and just drilling down on the thing. You, you got to do that with some of these people when you talk to them. And I know hmm. that you're not trying to get into an argument with your friends. Like you like these people, you still want to no, have a relationship no. with them. I get it. But it's frustrating. It's very frustrating to yeah. have this, uh, especially when they're so politically active and yet have such an inability to actually think in terms of reality. It's and he's and they're smart too, often very smart people in other areas. But that is just like I just yeah. the brainwashing is so apparent. Well, you know, we used to joke at the very beginning when the vaccine was first talked about and it wasn't even available in Australia yet. And we used to joke our community about, oh, yeah, jab number six, jab number seven, here we are. And here we bloody are. Yeah. It's incredible, isn't it? It people, actually happened. Don't forget, people got permanent off? real tattoos on their arm <laughs> with their vaccine card number yeah. things on them. Yeah. A batch they number. it off on Instagram. Oh. I bet the elite weren't, weren't expecting that. It's like, oh, damn, there's our evidence. <laughs> In Finland, they, they let you have sex far. with a hooker if you got the jab. I mean. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. 
Yeah, I mean, the coercion. We have to do a show on that, actually, at some stage, don't we? We have to do a looking back on COVID show. (laughs) Could I be any more vaccinated? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, who was that? Oh, that was uh, Chandler. Yeah, they said he died of, like, more minutes than what yeah. And actually, I'm glad we brought that up because that's an update to one of my stories in, oh, yeah. about the whole Matthew Perry thing. But yeah, apparently they're saying he died of ketamine. But from what I read, there was actually some suspicion about whether just because you have the presence of ketamine in your system does not mean that you OD'd from it. And right. You know, it's, he... it wasn't it wasn't the drugs, Ashley. It was the the cop that had their knee on his throat that killed him. Yeah. Not the drugs. <laughs> Yeah, how did he bring him well, out of prison to kill him? he was having a bath with. <laughs> well, they say it was a drowning and he passed out if he wasn't in the, yeah. the water. They would. But then there's yeah. a story about, I don't know if it was an ex-girlfriend or something, that said that he's been lying to people for years, that yes. he's never been sober. I don't and know if she, that. An ex also said that she could tell by his weird posts, like he would sign off as Matt Man. Uh, yeah, and was that was associated when he was using but there was a lot of occult questions about this because it was a bathtub drowning. He was uppity up, like even connected to the predator class through his um, parents and the Trudeau family in Canada. So what are those connections, I don't, I'm not familiar with those. Okay. So, and Jen, actually, the only other person that I heard talk about this was Isaac Weishaupt of the Conspiracy Theories and Unpopular Culture podcast, but Jen actually scooped him. So Matt Perry went to school with Justin Trudeau and allegedly beat him up. Wait, Matthew Um, Perry from Friends went to school with Justin Trudeau? Yes. I didn't know that. That's crazy. And his mother, I'm pretty sure his mother actually worked for maybe Pierre Trudeau. Um, Hmm. Something like that. And his dad was also somebody, or his stepdad or something. Talking about Castro? Yeah. <laughs> no, that that was Justin Castro, but I was talking about Matt Perry's stepdad was also something high up. I can't remember. We'll see if Jen chimes in over on Rumble. But so there was that connection. Then there was this weird stuff about his like he had posted that his last post on the um the Hunter's Moon, which is right before Halloween, which is, you know, an occult holiday. There was the bathtub aspect of it, even though it was um a hot tub, technically. But see, Whitney Houston was found drowned in a bathtub. Her daughter Bobby Christina was found drowned in a bathtub. Aaron Carter was either in or near a bathtub. Matthew Perry was in the hot tub. And then there's a couple of other strange, strange bathtub instances in Hollywood. So Elvis. a lot of, yeah. He was, yeah, he was oh, a bathroom. He was on a, a, toilet, was on a right? toilet. Well, yeah, bathroom. Next to the bathtub. I wanted him to retain some dignity, but you know, you guys blew it. You know, <laughs> okay, I have so some Jen, thoughts about Elvis's death. Jen I said think, yes, yeah. and his mom was the personal secretary. Okay, so Matt's mom was a personal secretary to uh Pierre Trudeau, and he said both Fabians. Oh, and the guy from Vice, mm. Gavin McGinnis, and Tom Green. They all knew Matt Perry and Justin Trudeau. When they were like in high, they, oh, so they went to high school with them? Uh, I think it was younger than that. I think they knew each other from an even younger age than high school. That's interesting. So knocked around with that crowd, eh? So how did Trudeau, he, 
I know a lot of these guys, they go to school over here before they go take over whatever country or become <laughs> the front man for whatever country. But Trudeau, I guess, went to school in the U.S.? No, Matt Perry actually was in Canada. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Yes. Yeah, hmm. and his mom worked for the Trudeau administration. So there's a lot of weird stuff yeah, about they, that story. Yeah. Have they... Um, they had any 98 year old Nazis over recently, I wonder, celebrated any of them? <laughs> I don't know. I, I never saw any hubbub about it, but you, it's possible, right? Especially when they're too busy calling everyone else a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, speaking of Nazis, I recently uh, found out, or it's old news, but uh, the soda Fanta was invented by the Nazis. Really? Yeah, during World, World War II, <laughs> America had an embargo on Germany, rightfully so, right? Because they're at war. Yep. And uh, so the Coca-Cola company had to withdraw from Germany. So their their plant and all their facilities there, Coca-Cola Deutschland, was left vacant. And the Germans said, hey, what are we going to do with this? Let's uh, let's make let's start making soda on our own so they invented oh, fanta in order to do it great oh, so trump's gonna be drinking a he's gonna pull a fanta one dude during the speech <laughs> <Yep. one day. laughs> the oh. things you learn on this so show this is from 2018 the question that came to mind when we were talking about the bathtub deaths is i was like how, how often does that happen uh and this is i mean of course it's the cdc so i don't know what truth they're telling but from 20 in 2018 and it said about 10 people die a day from un unintentional drowning in swimming pools, bathtubs. I don't know how true that is, but, um, yeah, it, it does seem very, I, I don't know. I guess people get unconscious sometimes and, um, so sorry, yeah. I missed that. How many per day? 10 per day. 10 per day in America. Uh, let me see where actually it doesn't. Bill Shatner's there. wife drowned in her, in her, in their pool. That was see? a thing. Okay. That's really? weird. Natural. Yeah. Right. Mm. Yes, he, he you're right. Uh, Natalie Wood. I was going to say Natalie Wood, but she was in the ocean. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But still a But another drowning. Yes, another mm -hmm. drowning. And also, also. This is in the U.S. Ghislaine Maxwell's yeah. father. Yeah, Ghislaine Maxwell's. Ghislaine's mm. Maxwell's. Jizzy yes. Lane, Jizzy. They're going to be jizzing out the Giz Epstein uh, names, though, next year. Supposedly. Nice. Some of them. If that was real, that judge would be dead already. Yeah, I don't believe they're ever gonna like. Judge is probably on the list, so he's got. Yep. Are he's you got, talking about? He's got their backs. This was actually a, a female judge, and she said she was oh, going she. to like that. She gave the approval to release Let's all the him. names associated right. with the list, and people are like, "Yeah, right." What, so when they say the list, what specific list are they talking about? On the flight logs, I believe. So the flight logs. Are mm, I, the uh, Loyola. Is that the Loyola? The name of the plane? Oh, Lola. Lolita. Oh, yeah. Lolita. Lolita. Lolita Express. Express. The, uh, the story I read today, I don't know if it's the same thing you guys are talking about, um, but the names they are supposed to be releasing are people that were uh, unnamed defendants in the... Uh, unnamed co-conspirators. Yeah, uh, in yep. the, uh, the case where that girl was suing. Okay, yeah, no, I know that case. I talked to the lawyer on that case. So, so that's actually the names. If they release those, there's all these unnamed co-conspirators. Yeah. Not Epstein, necessarily that were on the 
flight or anything. Those I just... think are those are far more damning, in my opinion, than the ones that are on the flight. Because Epstein, his whole thing was he targeted wealthy people to try and get them close to him, and, and then work his way into their life. He, I mean, he was a, a spy, and, and mm-hmm. I, I don't. I I think if you're on his flight way too many times, then that's going to be a little bit damning. But I think just once being on the flight logs, I don't think that's a conviction of a crime. That's yeah. that's somebody who you've been baited in, but the unnamed co-conspirators the reason he got the sweetheart deal back in like 2006 or something originally and he was facing charges that for anybody else i mean potential for life in prison was because of a plea negotiation letter that like a, a job you're getting references for a job all these people say he's a good guy you should let him you should not give him the the worst because he's done all these good things and everybody who vouched for him in that letter was the Rockefeller Foundation, the Trilateral Commission, uh, Bill Clinton personally, and uh, well, the other one might have been the Council on Foreign Relations they were boasting about. I think that's what it was. And then uh, uh, based on that, they said, we're going to give you a sweetheart deal, and we're also going to give all these other co-conspirators. We're not going to prosecute them. And so I just feel like there was some incentive to write that letter, and I'm wondering if, you know, I, I, I don't believe they'll actually reveal Bill Clinton to be one, but... I think he probably is one. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Usual suspects. Agree. Yeah. I could I could totally see if I were a rich and powerful person and I was hanging out at some gala event and I get introduced to Epstein and he seems like a really cool guy. He's like, "Hey, man, come down to my island sometime. We'll right, party." Totally. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, cool, yeah. you know. And yeah. then you you get on the on the on the flight and you, you got drinks and then you go down there and you land on the island. And you're like, all right, so where's the party? And then he lines up like a, a row of, you know, 12 year olds. And I'm like, ah. In an, in an empty swimming pool? Yeah. 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 Like, uh, don't he already know. says I've been there. I mean, this is, they have the spy. You, you can read the CIA manuals and how they do this, the sexual yeah. exploitation. And I want to respond to a gentleman skeptic here. He says, uh, I don't know, Brad, that sounds like something that someone who bummed a ride with Jeffrey Epstein might say. You're talking about Trump. <laughs> and, and so I, I researched it. I have, at least somebody told me this. I don't know if it's true, but. I have one of the oldest videos on YouTube that talks about all this Epstein stuff from 2015. We actually used to talk about Epstein all the time on WSB. And then one of the guys who was connected to Epstein financially gave him a whole bunch of money, bought the company that owned WSB. And, uh, you know, then we were no longer on WSB shortly after that. And I researched Epstein like I did, like a super deep dive for a long time because I started with the assumption that both candidates were pedophiles and both Trump and Clinton were pedophiles and I've never voted for Trump so I'll, I'll state that but after like researching that I read all of these court documents all of them the, the, the depositions and I talked to the lawyer of 10 of the victims like I personally talked to the lawyer and he told me personally that of all of these elites including Ghislaine Maxwell that he uh, uh, subpoenaed for deposition all found a way to get out of it. Every single one of them. In fact, Ghislaine Maxwell said she could not do her deposition because she's out of the country because her mom was sick and dying and that she would never be coming back to the U.S. And then two months later, she was photographed at Chelsea Clinton's wedding. So not telling the truth there. Trump called this lawyer and he said, I'll tell you everything you need to know. And according to him, the lawyer of the victims, is what he told me, He said, and there's a video, somebody else who interviewed him too, I can't remember who it was. Uh, He said that Trump helped in the investigation, he was open, and that he, he, now I don't know what Trump didn't tell him, but the guy said, 
after doing the investigation, I didn't find any connections to Trump. And then when I read all of the documents, Trump, when he did go there, yeah, he that's that's his story that he he uh, got a ride with him, and all of the people who worked there are interviewed in the court documents, and they say that Trump came in the kitchen and like talked to them, uh, all the workers and and shit, and then left. Mm-hmm. Now now I'm not like saying Trump's a great guy. I'm just saying this is what I discovered after like lots of research. Yeah. Into this. So so ultimately, you did believe Trump when he that he at least was not a pedo. Um, yeah, based on the information that's been available to me, I, I believe that he, he's the only one so far that I've looked into this that comes out clean So right now. And I yeah. haven't looked into RFK Jr. Who yeah, said I was going to ask about that. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know about him yet. Yeah. Right. Yes, there's always sketchy things no, when you start. I, so I did this long before the, the Miami Herald article. This, I, so years before the Miami Herald, Herald article, I reported. My, the Miami Herald article covered a lot of stuff up. So, so they covered up a lot of stuff about how that sweetheart deal was, um, uh, how they got it. So uh, and General the Skeptic is asking, are you referring to the Miami Herald article, which won an award, which that woman who wrote, they're full of shit, the Miami Herald. <laughs> they, they, the reason they wrote that article was because they wanted to make the Jeffrey Epstein thing, a Trump scandal, because none of these people reported it when, before Trump was president. They covered it up actively, and I even made videos of them actively shutting people up who talked about Epstein. Uh, Brian Stelter, one of them, just shutting people up who brought up things that years later they're all openly talking about. They waited till Trump was president to bring the stuff up for the Miami Herald article, uh, probably four years before the Miami Herald article that I, I, I made videos about this, uh, because the guy who was in Trump's cabinet, Acosta, Jim Acosta, not the guy from CNN, but the lawyer, right, was yeah. the prosecutor in Florida at the time who gave Epstein the deal. And so they put it in the news because the story was Trump put the prosecutor who gave Epstein the deal in his cabinet. He must be rewarding him for giving Epstein a deal. But when you actually know what happened, and at least according to like hundreds and hundreds of pages of court documents, that prosecutor was bullied, intimidated, uh, uh, threatened, like police officers quit, uh, uh, people on his staff quit, uh, people disappeared. Uh, so there was a pressure and threat campaign that led to the prosecutor giving this deal. I don't know what his involvement is in, in it was, but the information available, if you go through all of it, it's not him loving Epstein. It's him giving into a pressure campaign after people literally disappeared and quit. And I think maybe one died even kind of mysteriously. So they, yeah. they didn't report all of that shit in the um, – Washington or Miami. Miami Herald is bullshit. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to go off on that. That was good. <laughs> I'd like to. Yeah, well, it's good to uh, get. Yeah, sorry, Kills, you go. No, no, no. Uh, I was just going to brag about uh, saying I remember when you guys got kicked off of yeah. WSB. I was there, man. Yeah, yeah. I was there. <laughs> yeah, I had been listening as well. Yeah. And it was we very, very coincidental, the timing of all that. It really was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So who was the author of that Miami Herald article? Because wasn't that also where Mike Cernovich? Yeah, Mike Cernovich was involved in some of that, too. I can't remember the woman's name, but the woman. Yeah, she was made to look out like a hero. I know. And and so that that? woman who wrote that article, I had actually been covering her specifically because she was so full of shit on other stories. And they gave her that one. And I, I can't. 
Oh, you're bringing all these memories back now. I can't, I can't remember <laughs> now. But Cernovich's uh, involvement in that I found to be uh, interesting. I, you know, some people, they play whatever their cards are in certain ways, but th that story, it, it, it made it look like a Trump scandal when what it was was a Clinton scandal. And I think that's the point of it, and I don't know what Cernovich's role in all of that was. I mean, he's a smart guy. I, I don't, you know, I, I, he's got, I don't agree with a lot of things he says, but I don't know. Yeah. He, uh, he annoys me as well because he acts like he knows everything, and yet he has some of the worst takes. It's like, it's, he's a very frustrating character, and uh, he definitely seems shady to me. And I had heard after the fact, not doing a deep dive, but that there was some shady connection that he had with this whole uh, Epstein thing, even though he was make, trying to make it look like he was breaking the story. But yeah, I don't yeah. know. He, I, I thought that was, that's what made me really mad about it is because I'm like, I talked about this four years ago and these motherfuckers are acting like they're breaking something that has been in publicly available information for years. Yeah. Yeah, just like Tucker Carlson. Yeah. yeah. He does yeah. it. He, he fears the well, oh, oh. And remember mm -hmm. that lady, Amy, what are what's her face? That was the ABC anchor that was like, We had it all. We had Clinton, uh oh, yeah, Dershowitz. Yeah, yeah. We had it all. And they wouldn't let me talk about it. And that was like right around the time that the whole Epstein stuff was breaking. And so they had it years ago. And it was Virginia uh Guffrey. Right, yeah. 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 Go for it, whatever. Uh, uh, who was the right. one that was talking to them about it? So, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how they silenced it. I remember specifically Brian Stelter when he had a guest <laughs> on the show how who said, but Brian the flight Stelter. logs, and as soon as they brought up, he goes, no, 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 we don't need any of that QAnon conspiracy, or not even say QAnon, but conspiracy nonsense. And I'm like, right. it, it. And what about all that camera footage, surveillance footage from the Epstein mansion? Whatever the hell happened to that thing? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, there yeah. was he he supposedly had cameras in every room to record all the shit that went down in his place. And as yep. soon as he was arrested or whatever the time frame was, the police swept in and just grabbed it all. Yeah, took like it, it was Tesla's files. They got the hell out of there. Yeah. Cameras? <laughs> what cameras? Yeah. Um, just when you when we we're talking about T Tucker Carlson a minute ago, it just reminded me. Um, remember how he had the red Kabbalah string around his wrist? Um, well, last night I was watching What's the English Prime Minister? Rishi Sunak. Sunak. Sunak, yeah. He had a red string around his wrist when he was he was, you know, being grilled. They said grilled. It was like, hilarious. And they grilled him at all. I mean, they all went at it friends and happy Christmas. Even you, Prime Minister. Um, but yeah, he had this red piece of freaking string around his wrist. And he, he was using his hands a lot. And I'm just thinking, come on, that's burly. They're just throwing that at us, surely. But anyway, I just wanted to point that out because it's just something that I sort of noticed. Maybe he was in solidarity with uh, that cyclist dude. Lance what Armstrong. Name? What? Lance Armstrong. Lives Did he the, have a red piece of string? Wasn't that a red, a red thing? No. For him? It was yellow. It was bright yellow Livestrong bracelet. Come on, yeah, we're The one on his penis, that one was red. <laughs> That's the one I'm talking about. <laughs> Didn't he just like tell all the ways no. to uh, get around a piss test or something? Uh, um, actually, no, I have the scoop on that. So he was, he, he was drinking baby's blood. He got around uh, getting drug tested over 500 times. Um, 
And so, but it, it wasn't necessarily about cheating on a piss test, but what it was, was the method that he was uh, enhancing his performance. So it was through red, increasing your red blood cell count, but apparently that only stays in your system for like four hours while still giving you a super boost, but you can time it out. If you know, you're going to be tested at eight in the morning, like you just got to make sure that you give yourself that window that you're not going to be pissing hot for your drug test because there's only four hours that that would show elevated levels in your system. So that's how we did it. I blame, I blame Cheryl Crow personally. Yeah. It's ironic. Or she, no, that's not you Lannis blame Cheryl Crow. I'm just tick tock, tick tock, tick. No, they dated, they dated they were, for a while. They were together or something. And oh, he, I didn't know that. He left her high and dry actually, because I think she wanted a commitment and to have kids and stuff like that. And he didn't want that. So then he started dating somebody else right after that and got her pregnant. So, <laughs> had he just been a, a woman and competed against females, he would have never had to cheat. He would never have had to fiddle with his red blood cell count. Yeah, yeah, and he could have got just his dick cut off, and there wouldn't it. be any accidental yeah. children, would there? So, exactly. would have all worked out really well. Exactly. <laughs> all right, fam, yeah. I have to run. I um, I sent the link for for bonus content. If y'all end up doing that, um, Stella has the Thank link. You. Yes, Jill, you got it. It's good. Um. So yeah, Brad, thank you so much for joining us. I have absolutely loved it. Thanks for having and... me. I didn't mean to go off on Epstein and take up so much time. Oh, <laughs> anytime. Anytime. I love the tirade. I just have... Uh... I'm just making a note. Never ask him again. <laughs> I just have uh, class tonight that I have to run to. Otherwise, I would just be here for the long haul. So yep, anyway, no worries. Thanks, everybody, so much. Great seeing y'all. Talk to you later. Okay, love you, guts. See ya. Bye. Love ya. See ya. Bye. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, I guess uh, we should move on and uh, I'll just have a little real quick stab at um, the follow-up really about Cyclone Jasper as I was talking about Cyclone Jasper the last couple of uh, shows. Who's that? And uh, Cyclone Jasper, we've just had a cyclonic event in Queensland which has devastated a lot of the area. But uh, it was very much a build-up in the media in the sense of, I mean, it has turned out to be devastating, however... It wasn't really the way they were saying it was going <laughs> to. They were really hoping for a devastating, you know, wind thing. And it's it, the flooding from it that has come from that tropical depression has, is pretty devastating. And funnily enough, all those other words that you hear, like unrelenting, unprecedented, unexpected, um, <laughs> record setting, uh, never seen before, biggest in the century. Uh, so it's all going along on this story. Um, the reason I'm sort of sound very sceptical is because um, I don't believe, I, I believe there's been some, you know, fiddling with the weather in this sense. Um, uh, as we know, there is hurricane type manipulation that they can do. Um, is that there normal is over there historical... to have those, that type of weather? Well, we are in a monsoon season, so it's not unusual at all. Um, the people, particularly up in that area, because we're talking about Cape York Peninsula, which is, if you look at a map of Australia, it's um, the pointy, horny bit on the top right-hand corner. <laughs> not horny. <laughs> it look, yeah, it's pointy. <laughs> anyway, they're used to all that sort of weather, up, particularly up the north. Bits. Um, it's tropical, you know. Cyclonic, but it was the way it sort of acted, and it, it was very odd the way it kind of had this uh, what do you, what would you call it like it's a, a stall. It kind of looked 
like it was being steered. And and even before it, it hit landfall, you know, people you could see in the comments of all the the news, you know, people are saying, oh, they're they're trying so hard to make it big and scary, but it's just not because it was was a category four, and then it sort of died down a bit, and you know, yeah. they're sort of trying to. Um, predict the track that it's going to take and there was I don't know three or four different predictions which were all quite different so <laughs> it's just like well, spread the fear yeah so was know. it I know over here it's almost when there's a big hurricane sometimes anyway that's just suddenly all of the news is gone no more Israel or Zelensky hurricane mm, Hilda, mm. whatever the hell and yeah, and they've got, got their extended broadcasts. And they have the people faking the stuff, like they're yeah. blowing them away. <laughs> yeah. And people are just walking normally in the background. <laughs> yeah. <Is> it? Right. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it doesn't seem to, at least lately, hasn't seemed to be as bad as they, they told us it was going to be in, in a long, long time. Is it like that over there too? Well, it's actually, I mean, it has been very devastating, but it's, it's again, it's, it's because of the floods and um, – it's just a sort of a repeat of what happened in my area, really, I suppose, in one way. Um, so it's like completely unprecedented. The, the military have had to come in and, and evacuate one area. We've got, they've got, because I don't want to play down the event. There's a lot of people who are suffering at the moment and there's a heck of a lot of people who've lost everything. Um, it's huge. I mean, the flood is huge. Um, very intense rain peaking at uh, two 2.25 metres in one place, which is 88.7 inches, which is 7.38 feet for Damn. you folks. It's crazy. That's yeah, crazy. I know. It's like it's a year's worth of uh, rain, which, you know, we're talking about tropical area. Um, it's wow. a year's worth of rain in in a week or, yeah, yeah, in a week. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty bad and people have been, oh, I was going to play a video, but I'm not sure I can do that. That's okay. Anyway, where I'm heading with this is um, just uh, I had a video I was going to play. Of, uh, it was just a local sort of basically talking, just saying, look, yeah, look, we know how to handle this sort of stuff. We don't, you know, we know what we're doing. We've been through it before, but just the comments like, yeah, we've never seen it this bad and all this kind of thing. So, um, but this follows on from the worst, what was it? The worst flood on record. No, hang on a minute. Where was it? Yeah, so the Townsville floods, which are also in Queensland, up in the similar area of 2019, they were pretty bad. And in Western Australia, um, of earlier this year, we've had the worst ever flooding in the Kimberley region, which is sort of, yeah, top left corner, I guess. Um, it just sounds like there's a bit of a playbook going on around the world, you know, Lahaina and Acapulco. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you think do – you, do you have any ideas why they might be doing – I mean, there's no doubt that there's weather manipulation. I, I'm sure your country – I know our country has been studying and using weather manipulation since at least Operation Popeye uh, back during the uh, uh, Vietnam War. And China has like an operation of uh, weather control or an uh, office of weather control in their government. And they, they – I just – I think it's funny how they per, they pretend that that is in no way connected to their climate change claims. I'm like, how, how can you not connect those two? Like, That's why they're making everything so full-on and unprecedented because they want everyone to think, well, this is climate change. You better – you know, yeah. this is – it's going to kill you one day. Um, I just wanted to show a few pictures that are – because I keep a fairly close eye on the radar, as does my mum as well. She sends me things sometimes. 
and I, be, I was watching the radar on the lead up. Okay, so basically, let me just go through. So December the second was sort of basically the start of the development of Cyclone Jasper. Uh, it originated in the South Pacific Ocean, crossed over the Fijian type region. Uh, the B- Bureau of Meteorology, which we called the BOM, the acronym is the BOM, um, called it a Category One, which is the lowest category, and named it Jasper. It then intensified to a Category Four by the seventh of December. Five days later, uh, they reckon that they, they measured 220 kilometres an hour, which is 140 miles per hour. Uh, but then it started weakening as it approached the land and um, they were, <laughs> anyway, th- just the way the media were going on, I've already gone over that. December 13th, it started intensifying, um, uh, made landfall as a Category 2, okay, so it wasn't the four that they said it was going to be. Um, category 2 is just, you know, I mean, it's still pretty intense. Anyway, um, it's like a Lewinsky. Sorry, it's like a Lewinsky. <laughs> Lewinsky. What do you mean? She gives blowjobs to the pit lower. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so it's that okay. level blow. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, look, I was so it was, I was keeping an eye on the on the radar. I haven't really strung this together very well i just want to show you my radar we on the lead up to all this in my area there was a lot of a lot of unusual humidity and people i I was talking to a few people in the area and now i'm i'm quite a bit south of this area but still when you're looking at it from a satellite point of view it's sort of as the crow flies it's really not that far you know what i mean our weather would be affected put it that way um so if you just look at this graph here here's the humidity in pink this is on sunday the third of december in Lismore, which is near me. And, yeah, we were all complaining about this, this humidity is just out of control. It's something weird about it. Like it's not normal. And the yeah, way it, it would just seems... suddenly become humid, it would be fine then just suddenly. You could feel it within almost minutes and it would last for a few hours. Sometimes, it would, you know, people were talking about how they were waking up at 2, 3 in the morning just in sweat. It's just all of a sudden it was really humid. And then, yeah, look at this graph. So see it says here 100%. Uh, 80%, 60% in the pink. And here's, yeah, look at this. It's like off the graph. <laughs> it's well, it's yeah, flattening at 100%. 100% humidity. Does that mean there could be no more humidity? How does that work? I don't know. It's like you could lick the air or something. I don't know. I mean, I think they call that rain, don't they? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, I just want to show you that sort of off the chart humidity. That was kind of in the lead up. That was a little bit unusual. There was also, all, you know, a lot of this. Hang on, let me move this thing. A lot of this, you know, we got hammered. In fact, it was sort of in the lead up to the 30th of November, which was when Kissinger was announced dead here. And I just, allegedly, yes. Um, So we got sort of hammered around that time. That was the lead up. This was happening. These are only a few shots. I love this one. This is some chemtrails. The big H, the big H in the sky. Yeah. It'd be funny if there's like a. Bye bye, Henry. Like a caricature image of Henry Kissinger up there in the clouds. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like release the hounds as soon as I'm gone. But anyway, I wanted to show you this. So this is the radar, um, the weather radar. And can you see these on the west, west coast here? There's these three sort of circles, right? Yeah. Now this is like different, different days on the lead up where I've taken different screenshots. It's kind of like, does that look natural? Where is it again? Point Western Australia. Point. Western Australia. Where on the map? Okay. Yeah. Okay, right there in the corner. Okay, yeah. 
they they're not really natural and they've been happening like they happen regularly see this it's this is the lead up to the cyclone it's like i just feel are they swirling or they just appear as round areas of cloud this is a thing i need to show you a a video really but i I couldn't get it together (laughs) to show you the video but yeah they they sort of move i might be able to get a video in a minute they move and it just sort of looks like it's it reminds me of a pinball game so when they've got something happening here and then you can see other things happening down here this is where the cyclone starts i don't know whether you guys can see it but see look at this i mean is that natural does it look natural to you these things Mm, these lines here i'm not sure exactly like uh i don't have the weather expertise where i i feel I feel the confident they're manipulating the weather, but I don't know exactly what the that is that I'm looking at. Yeah, fair enough. I haven't probably explained it very well. This is like this is the satellite radar images, and these are different days <clears throat> or different times of a day. Oh, okay. And you get, so it's like the way it changes. Yeah, but these things are consistently on the Western Australia uh-huh. coast. So these three sort of and, – and over here as well, there's weather stations and there's harp stations. There's one here and I think yeah. it's called Exmouth or something. Do you guys have a harp station over there? Oh, several. Uh, th- th- is it – I think – Here harp, again. Is harp closed down over here? Do you know? Uh, I'm not sure if it's back open again, but that's – uh, I, I think it reopened, it, didn't it? It might have. Because they fired it up in – when was it? Not that long ago. A few months ago, I think they fired it up again. So I heard. But, I mean, who knows what's real. So, yeah, this is just consistently all these round yeah. things happening. Here's, here's the cyclone here. Anyway, look, I just wanted to point it out because I do, like, I mean, look at this. That's not natural what cloud. What is that? That looks like something that would be getting pounded on the floor of the Senate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not natural cloud. Um, it oh, it kind of looks, looks, hold on. It kind of looks like a, that's the eye. And then you got a little white beard yeah. down below and a nose. Yeah, right. There's just yeah. that's just God playing, you know, MS Paint. Uh, you know, yeah. yeah the again? weather stuff is like Look. something that is deaf. What they do all these disaster response trainings and vigilant guard and, and all kind of stuff just to train their cross-border and and state government federal tribal uh uh, the way that everybody can work together the the ways it gives more power to the state when it comes to emergency declarations and whatnot and just the way that people react in these circumstances is going to be beneficial uh psychological and knowledge for people who are in power and weather is just such a, a great way to see how people act when the shit hits the fan Oh, it's a fantastic way to keep people in fear too. And when, you know, we the weather manipulation is nothing new. We've talked about it many times on the show. Lots of people talk about it. Jim Lee, climateviewer.com. Endless information. There's no way that anybody can possibly say, no, they're not manipulating the weather because yeah. they admit it themselves. Um, but also just the, the climate change narrative. I mean, I've also been looking into things like the Saffir Simpson hurricane and wind scale. SSHWS. This is one scale that they use to try to predict how much um, landfall, devastation, etc., there's going to be by measuring so much of, you know, winds blowing for in a three minute period or a one minute period or what have you for a certain amount of time. And there's different scales as well. So that, I mean, they admit it themselves. I'm on, this is Wikipedia at the moment, talking about the, the Saffir Simpson scale. 
I mean, it says themselves as um, paraphrasing basically between places like NOAA, N O A A, you know, what is it? N O A A, the weather yeah. people, and say the bomb or other hurricane centers around the world, etc. They're sort of using different scales as well. And there's some criticism about the fact that they, the facts themselves can get a bit muddy because they've got to decide, you know, which scale are they using and what area are they using it in and where did it come from? And there's just so much. And then they round it up to, you know, five, they round it up or down to plus or minus five kilometers per hour or what have you. And there's just a lot of, um, what's the word, ambiguity, I suppose. Um, and they're, you know, they're telling us all these hard facts about climate change, climate change, and um, but they, the fact there are no hard facts really, because even amongst each other, they sort of can't agree about certain things. So, it's yeah, like I don't know. I just the, so the, the climate change stuff, uh, they get it, it's like who is all this information that they put out about it, it direct being directed to? They go to these forums. Have uh, Greta Thunberg. Present all this information stuff. Whose mom was an actor, and uh, she was, you know, basically making Greta a child actor, putting her into all of this, which is what she is. Yeah, and grandfather was a eugenicist. But yeah, yeah. It, it, most people don't have time to worry about climate change, and there's been this push for a long time. It's like the what's the best way we can try and make them care about climate change more than they care about being able to pay the bills? Kind of like the whole Ukraine foreign aid and Israel foreign aid stuff. You know, everything's expensive here. How can we make this issue that's so abstract and not – we have been – we've never proven anything we said over the years. Like, we've, all, we've made all these ridiculous claims, and I think the people that buy into it, they aren't anybody who, who like, is actually like working day to day and trying to uh, just, you know, put food on the table. I think they're well you – know, I think the progressives who are well off enough to give a shit about bullshit. And think that they're gonna like morally correct in doing so. So some of the people that I know in the theater community who are, are well off enough to where they're not struggling to put food on the table, they're the only people I know who give a shit about climate change and who who like buy into all of this and they bring it up. And I'm just like, God, this is it's it, it it's so stupid. I'm not saying that we don't like make the mess the planet up in certain ways i i mean people probably do but like the way that they talk about it and the total destruction it just seems meant for these highbrow people who think they know more than everybody else and who think that everybody else needs to be controlled because the planet in fifty thousand years or whatever it's just annoys me to have to have to respond to comments like this from people that i see well, yeah, I, I well, don't. I don't know anybody else who buys this shit, other than people on TV and the few highbrow liberals I know. Well, I do know a number of people who buy into it. Really? <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. The whole climate thing, yeah, absolutely. It's um, yep. Most of my old friends. <laughs> really? But um, yep, yep. Because mm. I, I mean, it was sort of like I didn't even go there after I got the um, the COVID vibe from them. It's sort of like uh, I did mention the climate thing, and it was like. Yeah. They were just oh yeah, it's pretty bad, isn't it? It was like oh okay. I just yeah. I didn't even bother after that point. It was like no, I, I'm like no, it's not bad. It's not. I don't <laughs> like so. I, you go to Quick Trip now. They, they do it at other places too, and you'll have a, a handful of stuff. And you know if it's like six things, then I'm, when they say, "Do you want a bag with that?" Which they're asking that because there's some environmental thing. 
because of the plastic bags. And I'm like, there's like seven or eight things here. And you're asking me if I want to, I'm going to fumble with all this shit out. So what I've started doing, and, I, and I'm serious, I do this, is whenever they ask me for a bag, I go, yes, I'm going to throw it in the ocean. And, and <laughs> every single time, and some of them laugh and others, uh, they're like, you better not. I'm like, I'm throwing it in the <laughs> fucking ocean. In fact, I'm going to strangle a goddamn sea turtle. Although I, I, like I, sea was, I was at uh, Kroger the other day and I had a few things. Uh, one of them was a a bag of chips or something and it was large enough that if if you put it in a plastic bag it wasn't going to really do anything right so i i put my stuff into one bag and then i just plopped the the chips on top of that my goal was i'm just going to hold that in my hand and the other bag and then walk out after i pay for everything so as i'm doing that and i start paying the attendant comes over and i i assume he meant and meant it as like a friendly gesture took my bag of chips opened up the bag because there's two sets of bags down there opened up the second set of bag and put the chips in the bag and then walked off and i was like ah, god damn it just i didn't want to have to never so i i grabbed when i finished paid i grabbed the bag that i used and then i just took the chips out of that bag and then walked out and i don't know if he saw me or not but i he kind of walked off i wanted him to be right there when i was ready to do that so i could look him in the eye and <laughs> I don't I like, want to, like to go to the self-checkout and just put one item in, in, in a new bag each by itself. <laughs> and then I ask him if they have any extra, right. of those uh, little no, plastic I, things that hold I've, the cans. I've run out of bags on this side. Can you, can you, can you get it? Yeah, I, I don't have enough of these th circle plastic things to kill the fish. Could you give right. me more? I'm, I'm weaving a, a turtle net at home. Can I have some more plastic bags? <laughs> I don't know if yeah. you guys, can you guys get cash out when you go to a supermarket? Can you get, yeah, like if you, yeah, you can get cash out of the um, till or whatever you call it, mm -hmm. or the self checkout generally. Um, yeah, I, that's sort of generally how I get my cash, just bits at a time. So sometimes if I need to get, if I want to get, you know, a fair bit out, because going to the bank's such a pain. So, um, if I want to get a fair bit out, then I'll, you know, I'll just go and do a bit of shopping and I'll put a couple of items through and then I'll get the maximum that I can get. And then I'll put a couple more items through and then get the maximum that I can get. And I'll do it five or six times. And by that time I've got like, you know, a couple of the employees kind of almost like <laughs> hanging around looking over my shoulder. It's like, I feel like I'm committing a crime pulling out cash. Do you, do you guys because have, I can see, Oh, what's she doing? You know, <laughs> do you have ATMs down there? I assume you have ATMs. Oh, we do, but, um, we don't, unless you can find one that does your bank, because there's few and far between. They have really shut down a heck of a lot of ATMs over the last mm. few years here. Um, so if you want to pay $2 or $2.50 per every time you use it to get money out, sure. Yeah. But I'm not going to do that. Screw that. But you hate when there's somebody in front of you at the self-checkout and they don't know how to use it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. You know, I'd say pound for pound going through checkout, the, the self-checkout is quicker because I'm, I'm used to it. I know how to go yeah. through quick, you yeah. know, but yeah, if there's a line there, people, people think it's quicker, but it's really not for them because they're idiots. Yeah, but well, people uh, will go there who have questions. Like if you have a lot of questions, don't go to the self checkout. Yeah. Oh, what really annoys me is um, that they've got less and less of the self checkouts now that where you can actually get money out, cash out. Yeah. Uh, so most of them are just card only. Yeah. And you might have, it's probably the same there. You might have um, maybe 10, eight or 10 checkouts and one or two, and sometimes one's not working. But, you know, 
it's far beyond their intelligence to actually think about the fact that some customers probably don't need to get cash out. So what they should do is stand there and say, do you need cash out? No, okay, and direct them over to the card-only machine so that the people who do need to get cash out don't have to sit there and wait for the people who don't need to get cash out use the cash out machine. It's really annoying. It's like yeah. it's just it's beyond their thinking. <laughs> so yeah, I said yeah. it to them once and it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I found that it, to get, get in and out of the grocery stores, whatever you're trying to do, as if you go up to the machines and you just scream, I've got COVID, run really fast. It'll clear out. <laughs> Especially mm. now where that's coming back, apparently. People, yeah, there's this way to show somebody's wearing a mask at the show we did, like one person in the audience. Yeah. I didn't say anything, but I'm like, why? why is this I've been mask? seeing masks. Uh, I don't know if more frequently is the right word, but I, I've been noticing them more in the, in the past month, I would say. Well, there's so much to be frightened of, Keels. There's so many things out there that are going to get us. <laughs> uh, every time I want to, I want to, you know, secretly take a picture because I don't want to be an asshole and you know stick it in their face. But <laughs> I want to, I want to like sneakily take a picture and then I can post it on our Discord yeah. channel. Yeah, I mean, it could be photos all over their Instagram. People like to brag about having their their, their stuff on. Yeah, and maybe. I, I do it. wonder how many, like, what, what the, you know, I have no way of actually knowing the exact uh, percentage of people that are, are, you know, fully committed to that versus people who were before, but who've kind of, you know, opened their eyes. Like, like I, uh, I was talking to somebody, I was at, I getting a haircut the other day, and I, you know, I could tell after a, a few minutes that this lady, I think she was, I think she might have been Russian, so maybe she was, a, 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 you know, an operative, but, I could tell that um, I could talk to her about shit. You know, you gauge so people helpful. when you're doing these situations. Like, what can I talk about with this person? And eventually the COVID stuff came up and all the masks. And Nuclear just, warfare. Yeah, uh, she's like, I've seen so many, so many of my customers have died. And, uh, and it's just like. <laughs> While she's holding a pair of scissors. Right, and she stab, you know, she's trying to stab me. <laughs> <laughs> but I just wonder, I feel like. I feel like a lot of people who were kind of bought into all of that before uh, have woken up to it. And if they did try to do it again, which some stories suggest they might, that I, I don't know that enough people, well, some people would buy in, but I just don't feel like they would have a lot of people buy into it. I've, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, and it is probably different in Australia, but uh, I've noticed that there's a, a certain demographic of people that tend to wear the masks more and you would think that that particular demographic would be less likely to buy into the bullshit. Yeah. Right. Just, totally. I don't know, but it doesn't, hard doesn't to tell seem... where the bullshit lands really, isn't it? It is. It's always surprising oh. to me when I, I turn to see somebody. So I, I'll be out and there's, this has happened a couple of times where I've done done like a show with uh, you know people in uh, the group that I'm in, and then the audience there would talk to the audience, and and then like I maybe I lean down to pick up my bag, and then when I turn around when I turn around and get up, somebody that I was just talking to, whose face had been exposed all night, is suddenly wearing a mask, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why? <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of Russian was she? Uh, so the question of uh, she was. She was, I'm guessing, a smoke show in her day. I think she's probably late 60s, maybe early 70s. 
if mm-hmm. I were late sixties, early seventies. So let the arm um pit hair down a little bit. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. There's an answer. So yeah, um just yeah, I basically I didn't feel like I strung that um whole thing together very well, but all I was trying to say was that the devil is in the details, the weather is being manipulated, and if you want to really look at the huge picture, I think it's because the elites want all the nice places and they want us in our little sissies. And uh <laughs> they can look after the green zones for us. But because you look at, you know, you look at all the places that have had all these disasters and things, it's um, they're all kind of pretty nice places. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I mean, the but, Hawaii um, story that we had talked about uh, a while Lahaina. back. I, I don't even know what the aftermath of that, of that has been since. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's horrendous. Oprah, has Oprah bought all the land yet? Or yeah, has she given everybody a Zimpic yet? Is, well, she was buying up a lot of land before it happened, and uh, apparently since I haven't I've been following it super closely, but uh, apparently the Zuck, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, who does already own a very large place there, and oh, right. was yeah. not very um, apparently uh, when he bought his place originally, which was a few years ago now, he fenced off an area which apparently cut off some sort of you know traditional kind of pathways and things that you know theoretically yeah it was on pro- private property, but you know, yeah. was sort of public land for probably centuries. <laughs> and he was – so he wasn't very popular for that. And the last thing I read, whether it's true or not, um, was that he was actually building this huge bunker yep. underneath his property, a $100 million bunker or something. Yeah. And it's like, oh, why would that be? Um, so there's already apparently a quite a number of tunnels under that area anyway, I mean, as there is everywhere in the world. There's been a lot of bunker stories that, that I've noticed lately. There, there was <laughs> – uh, and this comes in and out of Wonder the news. Why. There's this one billionaire, I can't remember his name, but he's selling like plots of bunkers. It's like mm, one, mm. It, it's bunkers for the average American, okay? Bunkers are us. Elites. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like it's that, everyday working Joe. Is that up in over in uh, South Dakota? Is that what you're talking about? I don't, I, he might, I know he has one in Indiana. He might have one in South Dakota. He's got like four of them around the world. I think three of them are in the U.S. And then there's, I can't remember where the other one is. I think one might be in South Dakota. But he, he making a it, killing. It's funny that, yeah, no, he's definitely going to make a killing. And they're like, depending on what they have all, it's like looking for an apartment. It's like the different, uh, you know, amenities and sizes and, and, and whatever. And uh, the funniest part about it is when you, when you read through his website, is, um, he he is the king of, of of these bunkers. So so if all the shit hits the fan and you and you live in one of these bunkers, this is your king, and he's the only one who's the king. And also, he he has this page on his website where he says, "But if you can't afford the price to buy a bunker for you and your family, and you're just gonna die, we do have a space for your DNA in our Noah's Ark <laughs> DNA vault. <laughs> Never fear, don't worry. Yeah, it just costs you, you thirty five dollars to give us your DNA." That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I remember actually reading about that years ago. It was well before 2020 because, I mean, people have been prepping for decades, haven't they? Yeah. Yep. Um, and uh, I just remember thinking, well, you'd have to be, you know, I mean, can you imagine turning up? There's this big, you know, meteor heading for the earth or something. You turn up and there's about, you know, 60 other families that are there. That's my bunker. No, he sold right. it to me. <laughs> no, I bought that. No, it's mine. <laughs> so, <laughs> He oversold. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and why not? You, you know, because he's in a real bunker. Because <laughs> you don't yeah, think most of the people that? are going to show up, right? So. Yeah, and it's exactly. Like, Be like, it, can you get to your bunker when you need to? 
the, 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 it was the funny thing. to read the way that his website was. So his website was just every, you know, prophecy. Was, there's videos on his website that it starts off with explosions and you see the earth and blows up and prophet says <laughs> it's like, have you seen uh, Scrooged? The movie Scrooge, where Bill yeah. Murray is Bill doing Murray. The Christmas movies, yeah, and he does that real dark, demented, where hell, everybody's dying. It was like that kind of on his <laughs> website. He's got like three <laughs> videos like that. Nice. Buster Poindexter was in that movie. Buster Poindexter, you talking about um, what's his name? Buster Poindexter. You're talking about the, what's, what's the guy who I know the guy did stand up with him. The guy who you put the gun in his face. So you're talking about I can't the. No, Buster Poindexter was a pseudonym for a musician whose name I don't recall, but he did that song Hot, 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 do 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 back in the oh, 80s yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, anyway, he. I was thinking about Bobcat. Who I was thinking Not about Bobcat Goldthwaite. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I guess we, <laughs> <laughs> we should probably uh, wrap this thing up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, well, did they wrap it up in the Senate? I don't know. I didn't watch the video that closely. <laughs> yeah. Do I don't know. know they wrapping? Stella, uh, no, I know no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so th- I'm just trying to play week, along. Trying to there was puns, a, a, it turns out to be a, a Democrat congressional aide who there's a video going around and you couldn't go on Twitter without seeing it and everybody's sharing it. I'm like, why are you sharing it? But it's a video of this a uh, male congressional aide getting uh, um, sc- screwed by whoever's filming it, probably some prostitute. It, it just proves that it, it's, it's a, just another example of everything we thought about Washington being true. But they're on the Senate floor of the Senate Judiciary uh, Committee room, and he's getting butt-banged, and it's on camera, and it's all over Twitter. And, and it, yeah. it, you know, a lot of people don't realize this, but actually the head of the Senate Judiciary Committee who meets in that room is Dick Durbin, <laughs> who's the head of the gay sex room <laughs> and, and like Richard head. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And people are sharing this everywhere. You, and I'm, I, Don't share that shit, man. Unless it's like Nancy Mace or Boebert. Don't share that stuff because they will try and charge you under the revenge porn laws, which they've already done for the hun- people who showed the Hunter Biden stuff. There was a, a, an, a politician in Arizona and, a, and somewhere else where they are actively right now, uh, uh, pursuing charges against under revenge porn laws for sharing the Hunter Biden images from the laptop. Now, Hunter Biden, he's fine, but the people who share the images. And it was just all over, and it was inescapable, and the guy got fired. He's probably going to run as a Democrat mm-hmm. for Senate, if I had to guess. He yeah, get tons and tons of money. President, probably. It's just interesting to me that, so you have this guy, who, who was a Democrat. Then you have the Hunter Biden stuff. Then you have, there's a story that I talked about a lot, this woman in Virginia who was a chatter, like a chatterbait star or something, and people would pay her to watch her in private rooms get, uh, um, get banged by other dudes while her husband watched her. Like that's, that, that's like a thing that she did. And these were all mm-hmm. available. And the Washington Post exposed this. I don't say exposed because it was already out there, but they reported on it. And then somehow she's the victim of this, even though she got a half a million dollar fundraising boost when it happened. Everybody who donated to her campaign has seen her butthole, and she's the victim. And yet, Bobert, who only did over the clothes touching, she, she's the villain in her story. Yeah. It's crazy. I There's think we're so gonna much see a lot crazy out there. 
Yeah. Oh, I think oh like, more crazy? Unreal. <laughs> no, it's oh, just yeah. like it's normalization because she did an interview last week where she was like, I'm so victimized. Uh, everybody's exposing yeah. me for it. It was already out there. But she also said something interesting. She said, I think people need to get used to this. This is what it's going to be like in the future. And then a week later, you know, butt boys getting, you know, uh, um, grandstanded in the Senate uh, hearing floor. And it's like, are we, do we have to see this all the time now? This is all just absolute hypnotism and just inversion and seeing how far they can do it, how far they can invert. Yeah, I mean, this right. is, it's crazy, isn't it? It's just, how can, I, I, it makes me think, is anyone actually falling for this or are all the people that get seen, you know, screaming and tears rolling down their face, whatever? They're just actors, probably. I mean, does anyone really think that? There's probably a very, very small minority, like you were saying before, that's just the ones we see on the news. But, um, Oh, yeah. Let me, let me read this headline too much too before, crazy. before we go about that guy. Th this headline about this dude. F so they're talking about this guy who filmed, somebody filmed banging him. He got fired. It says, fired for his act of love in the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> Aiden Massey uh, Shekpusky. His, his act was symbolic and brave because in brave. a world full of what? hate. <laughs> yeah. Displays of love uh, are rebellious. We shouldn't bend over to a party of <laughs> hates. Okay. It's got to be AI. It's AI trying to have a sense of humor. <laughs> crazy stuff. There's never a shortage of crazy, is there? But, you know, uh, it just gets so stupidly crazy that we hopefully can see through it. I mean, hopefully everyone can. I guess that's part of what our job is here is to sit here and point things out so that people can point things out to their other friends and what have you. Yeah. Remind people mm -hmm. that the devil is in the details. Don't just skim past and read just headlines yeah, and things. Is. No, they, they depend on you to skim past headlines and they put the devil in the they details. They absolutely do. That's why they keep everyone very busy and in their slavery. But uh, hopefully we're making some sort of difference. Keelthor, do you want to tell us uh, where we can be found? Well, Stella, I'm glad you asked. Right after we ask Brad where he can be found. <laughs> yes. Guest first. You can find me at Freedom Act Radio on X or Twitter and YouTube.com slash Brad Binkley, Rumble.com slash Prop Report, and PropagandaFight.com is my website, and Propaganda Report podcast on any podcast that you listen on. Thanks for having me on, y'all. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for being here yeah. and accommodating our invitation. And uh, Kielsel, where can we well, be found? Well, as always, you can... Uh, Contact us through our website, unionoftheunknowns.com. That has all of our links on our link tree. And uh, I'd like to uh, remind everybody that I've been posting vintage episodes of our show from way back in the beginning, full episodes on YouTube. And hopefully at some point we'll get taken <laughs> down. Late. But uh, I'm making uh, shorts and everything. So I'm having fun doing that. But uh, we'll see. We've already gotten... One one episode was uh, removed for its content, <laughs> and I, I had to put a little censored part and re-edit it. So anyway, check that out if you're so inclined. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like in the early days, we weren't really conscious of being careful or anything because it wasn't actually as bad back then. And also we were just – well, I mean, I wasn't even part of it back then. Um, you guys were just sort of recording a conversation, so it didn't really matter what was said, but now it's uh, – how times have changed. I don't, are we really careful nowadays? I don't know. I don't really think about it that much. <laughs> Whatever will be, will be. Yeah. We'll see Just what happens. Just go happened. with it.
got to get the truth out there at all costs. Yes. Well, uh, so yes, thank you again, Brad, for being here. Thank you for joining us, Heel Thor. Thank you also to our Ashley, our friend Ashley, who has been here. And thank you to definitely to everybody who has given us our time listening to us bring another episode of Union of the Unknowns, Not Your Mama's News. <laughs> Not Your Mama's News has been a production of the Union of the Unknowns podcast. New episodes are available weekly on all your favorite podcasting networks.